You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Sabian! And sportsjourney.com network is on the air. Welcome to the Bob Matthews. You show everybody delighted you have joined us hopefully we'll give you a little bit of pleasant entertainment on your way home or way to work but whatever the case we are glad that you're here with us washington getting ready to take on cleveland monday at one o'clock make that sunday at one o'clock now nah, we're not going to fix that in the post just leave it there it's all right Uh, Sunday afternoon, 105 kickoff, and today we're going to hear from Ron Rivera, as we always do during the uh, install part of the week, as well as Dwayne Haskins, and we got to give you our weekly stock report. Who's up, who's down, who you buying, and who you selling. As a matter of fact, let's start with that today. Why not? Then we'll get to the coach. Maestro, somebody, anybody, cue me the dramatic music, will you? I I think that's a little extreme. I think everybody knows something, and I think our listeners are quite intelligent. But let's uh, let's start with our weekly stock report. Who is up and who is down on the burgundy and gold? Don't forget, you can get that and some fantasy picks every week at sportsjourney.com. So just head on over there and you can get in written form as well as the podcast version. All right, let's start with who is on the way up. First one might be a little bit of a surprise, but how about linebacker Kevin Pierre-Louis? Yeah, Pierre-Louis is having a good uh, season so far. As a matter of fact, led the team with 15 tackles uh, last week. 10 solo, 5 assists. Now, I I think we can all agree that coming into the year, the linebacker room was decent. I don't think it was considered great, but decent. Just kind of, eh. Uh, Pierre Lewis, you talk about a guy who is benefiting from that strong uh, 4-3 front, and it's him. I mean, you know, a journeyman until now, but uh, really made his presence felt on Sunday, and if it keeps up like this, I'm telling you, he is starting to get some buzz out there. Both he and John Bostic both, and hey, Bostic was a guy that, uh, you know, that that almost didn't make the team this year. Uh, More on him in a few minutes, but... uh, my first stock that I'm buying this week is linebacker Kevin Pierre-Lewis. Bye, bye, bye! Terry McLaurin, number two. Yeah, I know, we're not really reaching here on Scary Terry, but here is why I say his stock is, is going up. Everybody knows where the ball's going. It's going to Terry McLaurin. He's got a target on his back. I mean, you know the ball's going there. I know the ball's going there. My two kids know the ball's going there, and they're theater kids who, uh, you know, one of them's idea of rooting for Washington is coming in when I'm watching the game and saying, Go sports! She knows, both of them know, that it's going to Terry McLaurin. Despite that, Guy is catching balls. 
10 targets, 7 catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. That is Pro Bowl level big time production, especially when you got a target on, on your back. You know, he's got the elite speed. He knows how to use it. And what was one of the things that we said coming into this year that we were concerned about with McLaurin? Well, he's not going to sneak up on anybody this year. Well, he's not sneaking up on anybody, and still, he is producing the numbers and will totally be a lifeline for Dwayne Haskins the rest of the season. For that reason, we are buying Terry McLaurin this week. Bye, bye, bye! We just mentioned John Bostick. He's our third stock that we're buying this week. Again, he's a guy that um, we thought he might get cut during the summer, but he's had a great start for the year. Um, followed up last week's really good start against Philadelphia. Another strong performance against Arizona. Seven tackles, one of them for a loss, a sack, a quarterback hit. Another guy who has taken to Del Rio's defensive scheme like a duck to water. I mean, and, and you know, we all remember that huge sack he had late in the game on Carson Wentz. It was because you know it starts with it starts on the ends. Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Ryan Kerrigan, Ryan Anderson. They are creating opportunities in the middle for Matt Ioannidis, Deron Payne, John Allen, Tim Settle. That, in turn, opens it up for the linebackers. You can only block so many people on a pass pattern. And John Bostick, again, another guy that is benefiting from all that great pressure up front. Again, Chase Young, we, his stock's going up every week. I mean, you know, he followed up uh, that, what, three-sack performance week one, had another sack, caught Kyler Murray a couple of times, one sack, two tackles for a loss, four solo tackles. And let's give some honorable mention to the, uh, to the running game. Uh, Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick combined for 108 yards and a touchdown. Not bad. Not bad at all. So those are the guys that we are buying this week. Sell, sell, sell. You know, I'm a positive guy. I like to try and keep it positive, but Jerron Christian better have a good game this week. I'm sorry, but I, I, I know other people have looked at the film and said, eh, not so bad. Man, he was a turnstile. Nylon roller skates the whole game. Dwayne Haskins had less time to throw. If you timed it, and, and NFL Next Gen stats actually did, Haskins had less time to throw than any quarterback uh, in the league, not only last week, but the week before. There's too much pressure, and there's too much of it coming from where Jerron Christian plays on the left side. So he better step it up this week, because if not, I think you're going to see Sadiq Charles uh, in the game real, real soon. You know, Charles hadn't been able to practice a whole lot because of uh, the calf, you know, calf injury. But I got a feeling as soon as they bring him up to speed, uh, he's going to get a long, hard look there at left tackle. All right, Ron Rivera after practice yesterday had some interesting comments. We need yet uh, we need to run down here. Let's go ahead and start with the fact that Wednesday, obviously, first day of practice since the loss. And you wonder how a young team is going to react to something like that. You know, did they believe their own press clippings and, you know, were they dragging or anything? Uh, Rivera said on the field, uh, on the practice field yesterday, everything seemed good, said it was a good day of practice. Well, I don't think uh, we had an issue with practice. I thought practice had a good tempo. We were a little sluggish at the very end, but, you know, it was really the first day of install but 
like I said, the last period was a little sluggish, but I thought everything else was good. I thought we had good energy initially. The message coming off the game really was learn. Learn from last week. You know, that there's nothing we can do about it except for learn. If we don't learn from it, we're wasting, we're wasting an opportunity. So, you know, um, that's really what the message was. And like I said, I was pleased with the, the effort, the attitude, and everything, with the exception of the last period. It got a little sluggish. We were talking about it a couple of minutes ago as we turned to look at Cleveland and uh... – Rivera was asked about the Browns as well. Two groups that you look at with the Browns and on their vertical game, the tight ends and the wide receivers. And Rivera says you got to give both position groups a lot of respect. Well, I, I think their ability to get vertical, I, I, I do. I, I think their wide receiver and crew is, 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 a, is a group that's really still kind of trying to find themselves. I mean, you know, they got, they, they've had three new head coaches. In, 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 in three years or three different head coaches, I say in three years. Um, and, and so now, you know, they got a new offensive coordinator. They're, they're, they're still learning and still kind of figuring them out. I, I, but, but when you watch them go vertical, I mean, it's, a, it, I mean, they can hit you really fast. That gives you a little bit of angst. Um, and then their ability to run the ball. Um, they're a big physical group up front and they want to run the ball downhill. Uh, defense. I, I think, uh, again, they're, 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 their pass rush is solid. Um, you know, they're, they're very physical, very active all along there. Well, I, I mean, you know, really it, it's with, 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 with teams, sometimes you pick your poison. You know, who, who don't you want to beat, uh, have, you know, beat you? And then that's what you got to look at. I mean, you know, the, 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 that's the problem that you come, uh, come across when you have a team that can get vertical with their wide receiver. You know, is somebody's going to be left, you know, in one-on-one situations. Some guys are going to be left to work the underneath underneath the sink and it's going to be tight ends and and again you look at the way you know philly used their receivers you know you got guys going vertical running the deep post you got guys running the you know 17 yard digs well you know you sink to get the depth and all of a sudden you know the, the passing lane opens up underneath well that's what's happening with these guys when you look at them you know um uh, especially last week against against cincinnati i mean you know, uh, and I will say this too. There's a couple of times they're going to max pro and take a shot. They're going to put eight guys in protection. And they're, going to send, they're going to send their two best wide receivers out. You know, one's going to run about a 17-yard dig, and the other one's going to run a post right through the middle, and they're going to challenge. So eventually what's going to happen is, you, you know, you'll start seeing linebackers getting 15 yards deep, and now the ball gets dropped underneath. That's why it's so important that you've got to be able to shut this running game down so this play-action stuff doesn't get to you. Again, uh, you heard those interesting comments there about the wide receivers. So you have to ask yourself, you know, is that an opening uh, for Washington coming up this weekend? Um, is that a place where they can maybe shut them down? If the wide receiver group hadn't found itself yet, maybe they can continue uh, to not find itself for at least one more week. Also asks the coach about Kendall Fuller, who is getting better, and that would be a huge boost to the secondary. Again, he worked, got some work in, and uh, we'll see how he is after after that. We'll check him in the morning, you know, and, and, and I'll tell you guys this. Anytime a guy that's coming off injury works on a Wednesday, you know, you don't know how he is until you see him Thursday morning. And, and that's really the better indication because if he, if he comes in Thursday and he's feeling good, you, you know, then you'll get, get an opportunity to work him on Thursday, see how he is after Thursday's workout Friday morning. So, you know, I really couldn't tell you how he is uh, until I see how, he, you know, so I, I get a chance to talk to uh, RV in the morning and see how these guys report.
Uh, and, and I think that's the thing that everybody has to understand. The guy works, that's great, but we won't know until the next morning. And for your uh, secondary as a whole, do you, do you know yet what you have in that group, just with so many young guys, uh, a number of new guys? No, you don't. You, you, okay. you, again, we're still trying to find it, plus Kendall hasn't played yet. Um, and, you know, he, he, he was an important part of what we were putting together during training camp. So, again, we'll see how he is. Um, hopefully we'll get an opportunity to have him play for us on Sunday. Yeah, again, can't understate how much of a boost it would be to get Kendall Fuller. Um, back in the secondary this week. Need to catch up with Dwayne Haskins as well. Not a great second week, but not a horrible second week either. We all know by now it's the slow starts that Dwayne has to work on. So that was pretty much the question put to him is, what did you learn after watching the game tape from week two? Uh, I'd probably say the biggest thing would just be uh, trust in the play, Um, you know, not – coming off of something because of, uh, you know, trying to make a bigger play happen on the next read or moving through in the pocket, worrying about pressure. So uh, the biggest thing is just uh, trusting the play, playing the play out and not letting the last play uh, affect the new play and uh, just focus on um, what my reads are and not trying to, you know, bypass a one or two yard completion. That could be a first down to try to throw a 15, 14 yard uh, curl route. So just trying to make sure to play the completion game and move the ball down the field. Mm. Well, Better pass protection is going to help him trust the play. So let's hope he gets some of that this week. Mick and the clock on the wall. So it's time for us to get up on out of here. Have you a good one. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Football Friday coming up. Be careful. Enjoy Thursday night. And remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, wear white.